one aspect of prayer that we talked about a little bit last week when we talked about the meditation aspect is that we have a tendency to think that we can only go to God with the small things or the good things, but that we have a tendency to hide our negative feelings from God. Or we may blame God, but we don't necessarily take them to God because we consider that sin. But my perspective is that when we take the negative, hard, big emotions, the brokenness, the sorrow, the pain, that's how we heal. We're going to talk through that a little bit today. Stay tuned. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus Podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what He says in His Word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach, and I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand his will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Hey friends, before we get into today's episode, I have a quick word. I know you've been frustrated with being confident in how to tell the difference between hearing from God and wondering if it's your own voice. Listen, I know, I've been there myself. That's why I wrote the Bible study, She Hears, Learning to Listen to Jesus. This is a six-week study that takes you through the book of John, looking at six women in the life of Jesus. It also teaches the color method of Bible study, which helps you to learn how to really understand the scriptures. I include lots of cultural and historical information, and it really makes these familiar passages of scripture just come alive. This is a great study to do on your own, to do with some girlfriends or even some teenage girls, and it will help you really gain the confidence in how to hear from the Lord and set you up with some tools that will stay with you long after the study is over. You can find that on my resources page at shehears.org. And for a limited time, I'm offering all of my podcast listeners a special discount of 20% off. You can use the discount code hearing Jesus. That's one word, all caps to get your discount. There are also some free videos and a leader's guide for you to get started. Again, head to shehears.org and you can find the Bible study on the resources page. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. And today I'm just sharing a little bit about some personal times in my life where this idea of, of prayer has, um, really kind of evolved and caused me to grow in my spiritual life. I remember a season of our lives where we had been working through um, an adoption. It was a failed adoption, actually, of, of about five or six years. And the amounts of prayer that I put into that, um, I don't think I slept for probably five years. Maybe I slept two or three hours a night. I, I there's so much prayer went into that scenario and we don't have that little guy in our home. And I think sometimes people would have this perspective of, Oh wow. Well, you know, where does that leave your faith? Because you asked God for that and it didn't happen. No, 
I trust God. I trust God. And either that boy is exactly where he needs to be because because um, he's been since adopted by somebody else in a different country. Um, he's where he needs to be or where he was supposed to be all along. Or maybe God's hand of protection was on us. Or sometimes, and we can't forget this, sometimes the, we have to remember the enemy is involved. And it's the enemy, John says, that he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And sometimes it grieves God as much as it grieves us when the answer is no. And that doesn't kill my faith. If anything, it it endears me to God all the more because in that five years that I spent on my knees for this little guy, I learned a lot about who God is. I learned a lot about the peace that comes in the midst of terrible circumstances. I learned a lot about the heart of the father towards the orphan. And it ingrained in me something that God continues to use and redeem and restore in my work. I do global orphan care in my day job. And um, God continues to use that for a bigger purpose. You know, I'm working with orphans uh, all over the world uh, and doing uh, international development work. And I would not have been prepared to do that had I not walked through that season. So... It's not a matter if, if we don't get the answer that we want. It's not a matter of our, our lack of our own faith. Instead, if we look at it in terms of this ongoing dialogue, this ongoing conversation with God, it, it's, we're, the, the goal is the relationship. The outcome of the prayer is a secondary benefit, but the goal is really the relationship. And my relationship with God now is so much deeper than it was at the beginning of that process. So... That brings me to something else that I think is really important to point out. Um, in the middle of that process, which was heartbreaking and is still heartbreaking. This is probably one of the first times I've been able to speak about it without tears. But in the middle of that heartbreak, um, I learned to take that to God. So I think sometimes we have a tendency to think that we can only take the good stuff to God when we are thankful or we're praising him or things are good and we're oh praise God but when things are bad when we have anger and sorrow and grief and brokenness I used to think I had to hide that stuff from God because there was some sort of flaw in my human mind I thought that that meant that I didn't have enough faith I didn't trust God enough or I wasn't being obedient or it was immature of me but the reality is, is that's how we get through things. When we take those big emotions, those big negative emotions, that's the place we should be taking it. We should be taking it to God in prayer. And I'll tell you what, um, it took me a long time to realize this. God is big enough for our negative emotions. I say this all the time. He is big enough to handle it. He created us. He, I said it earlier. He knows what's in our heart. He knows what's in our mind. So he is big enough to take on that negative emotion. And in fact, that's how we heal. That coming to God and complaining to him. Now that's different than complaining about him, but complaining to him and saying, okay, God, I'm angry. I'm angry the way that this worked out. And, and a lot of times with that whole situation, it was a righteous, justified anger because of some of the things that that little boy went through. And there's an agreement that happens because this posture of prayer, this isn't, remember, this isn't my laundry list. This is relationship. So when I'm coming to God in prayer, I can say I'm angry. And you know what I realized is 
being angry about something in this righteous anger with God was very similar to the way that my husband and I were angry and the way that my husband and I experienced sorrow and grief. Our family experienced this together. We also experienced that with God. And I think when we do that, it allows us to be in this place where then God comes in and the Holy Spirit comes in. And he ministers to us there in that brokenness, in that hard space. And that's when we experience peace. Peace, the, the kind that, that God gives, the kind that the world doesn't understand. In the middle of that, when we're walking through that, um, those tears he sees, he catches, he carries, and he meets us in that mess. I think that is such an important part of prayer that sometimes we miss when we are afraid to take those big, hard things to God. That's how we heal from them. Father God, I pray right now for my friends to understand this concept of taking our big negative emotions to you. And um, this idea that you are big enough and strong enough to handle our negative emotions. God, as we flip the script on what many of us have maybe not learned, but have lived and this internalization that we can only go to you with with the praise moments and not with the hard moments. God, open our eyes, open our hearts. When the, we are in the midst of sorrow and heartache and brokenness, God, intervene in such a way that it reminds us that that not only can we come to you, but that's how we heal. God, I thank you for the healing that is even taking place right now in this moment in the hearts of my friends. God, um, in the same way that you healed my heart in this area. God, I ask for that healing over my friends right now. In the name of Jesus, I ask for healing in this area of brokenness and heartache. And that you would help them to come to you. That we would realize that it is an incredible marker of faith to come to you with the hard and negative things. Um, because God, you long to, to meet us in that place to rescue us from that place and to help us grow and experience the peace that comes from knowing you in that place, to experience what it is to grieve alongside of you in some of these areas of brokenness in our lives. God, I thank you so much that you long to be involved in every aspect of our lives. And I pray that that is a reality for my friends listening. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you tomorrow, guys. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call in your life, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.